The scream stopped her in her tracks. It was sharp, shrill, and chilling. Quite the most horrendous noise that Agatha Raisin had heard since she had left her office for her lunchtime power walk. Summer was beginning to spread its rejuvenating light and verdant carpet over the Cotswolds, and Agatha was well aware that the season for strappy tops and floaty frocks was already upon her. Yet she was not quite in summer trim. There were still a few stubborn pounds to lose before she could carry off the sleeveless red dress with pinched waist or the butterfly print skirt, both of which she had bought a size too small, as an incentive to lose her winter weight again. With every passing year, it seemed this was becoming an ever more challenging battle to win. The navy blue suit skirt she was wearing felt tight around her waist and a little too snug across her hips, even though she had persuaded herself when she dressed that morning that it would ease off during the course of the day. Agatha sighed and looked over towards Merster Park's children's play area. Was it from there that the scream had come? A small army of thin-limbed youngsters was swarming over climbing frames, dangling from bars, attempting to catapult each other off seesaws, darting from swings to roundabouts and from slides to something that looked like the bridge of a pirate ship. And they were screaming. Why did children scream like that? At their age, Agatha would have had to have a very good reason to run around screaming, or she would have been given a good reason in the shape of a clip round the ear. In a play park back then, if you fell over, you fell on concrete or tarmac. Grazed elbows and skinned knees were commonplace. The kids she was watching were careering about on some kind of rubberized knee and elbow friendly surface. Children were spoiled nowadays, cosseted, mollycoddled. Even a clip round the ear had been outlawed. Their lives were so much easier. On the other hand, Agatha shrugged as the discussion swam around in her head. Wasn't that just how it should be? Their lives should be easier. No one should use discipline as an excuse to beat children. Every parent should want a better life for their child than they had themselves. That was progress, wasn't it? Wasn't that how all parents should see things? Agatha decided that never having had children, she wasn't really qualified to comment, even in her own head. She had never regretted not becoming a mother. She was pretty sure she would have been a good one. Or was she too focused on her own needs, too obsessed with her own success, too selfish ever to devote enough time to a child or enough energy to being a caring parent? No, she decided. She had worked hard to leave behind her early life in a Birmingham tower block. She had forged a stellar career in London. She had built up a hugely successful PR business, and then she had moved to the Cotswolds and established a well-respected private detective agency. Agatha Raisin could do anything she put her mind to, and had she chosen to become a mother? The scream came again. This time there was no mistaking the direction. It had come from behind the tall hedge bordering the path along which Agatha was walking. She ran towards a black wrought-iron gate set in the hedge, thankful that she had changed her fragile office high heels for more robust low wedges before taking her walk.
Bursting through the gate, she found herself in an area of flat, open lawn. There were three people there, dressed in white. One was a grey-bearded man lying on the grass. One was an elderly lady, collapsed in some distress, and the third was an old man tending to the woman. Agatha rushed over to the woman who was breathing heavily, clearly distressed, her eyelids fluttering. "'What happened?' asked Agatha, kneeling to talk to the man who was cradling the woman in his arms. "'My wife collapsed,' he explained, then nodded towards the figure lying on the grass when she saw him. "'I'll be fine,' the woman gasped, looking up at her husband. "'A, a little thirsty.' Agatha reached into her handbag and handed the woman a small plastic bottle of mineral water that was to have been part of her calorie-controlled lunch. 